April Fools. Welcome back to the front row seat, boys. I am Noah Alvarez. I'm Jacob Fanshaw. And if you listened to the last episode, well, we got you. We, rec- we released the episode on April Fool's Day. We wanted to play with the listener a little bit, pretend that we were going to have our last episode. But we're back. Episode, I believe this is episode 58, correct? 58, yes. Episode 58. And we have a very special guest, probably the, not even probably, the most frequent guest here on the front row Our seat. only really meaningful guest ever. Well, don't say that. That's disrespectful to all the other guests. Alec above everyone else. We ride. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> hey, for real. Appreciate you guys having me on again. It's always fun. Of course, of course. So we have Alec Romero on. Before we get into some things, be sure to like, be sure to subscribe, be sure to follow the podcast wherever you're listening to podcasts on. Alec, before we get into the MLB preview, which is what the chunk of our podcast is going to be out today, um, we have to address a comment you made about three weeks ago. And if I was really like, not even if I was, because I know how to do it, but I guess I'm just lazy. But if I really wanted to, I could like take the clip from the March Madness episode insert it here yeah, you do, start doing that. do that little fancy rewind noise like flip the script yeah, we, we need it we you need talk it. trash on the waffle house and i guess and, and you know both jacob and i are supporters of the waffle house we gotta ask though like give us depth why give us in detail why you do not like waffle house i just think it's overrated like people make it seem like it's like the raising canes of waffles or something like that it's not it's like a denny's <laughs> That's what it is. It's like a Denny's. You did not just say that. That's what it is. He's not wrong. Like, it's okay, a Denny's. But- dude, it, dude, it's IHOP. It's IHOP for waffles. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, he's really not wrong. Dude, the only thing that Waffle House has over IHOP, Denny's, and any other 24-7 breakfast establishment is ambiance. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that, I think that's Yeah, what, but I don't think that's also think prices. I think price is a little bit better at Waffle House. Potentially like a dollar, maybe less. Because like that all-star breakfast where you get everything, like hash browns, pancakes, or not pancakes, but waffles, you know, ham, all that shit is like seven bucks. And like, I don't know if that's the same at Denny's or, and or um, IHOP. And, and, here's, I, I, and, like, and, and here's my disclaimer, like, I don't hate on Denny's or IHOP. Like if you eat there, like I eat there sometimes too, like, don't get me wrong. But for the hype, I was expecting like some good fucking waffles and I was I was honestly disappointed. Therefore, it's trash. Uh, did you just eat waffles? Yeah, I disagree with you on that. I think they did waffles really well up there with Roscoe's. Shout out to yeah. Roscoe's. It's something in the batter. I felt like tasted mm. a little different. Yes, yes, it's like a little bit sweeter. Had that cinnamon taste to it almost. Yeah, I just I feel like at least here in California, right? When we go to, you know, if we go out and we want to eat late and Denny's, we're choosing Denny's. It almost feels like we're settling for Denny's. Oh, you absolutely are. Where. If you lived in a state that had a Waffle House or an area, I don't want to say like, oh, Waffle House is your first choice or oh, Waffle House is like a treat, but it does. It doesn't feel like you're settling. You go to Waffle House and like, yeah, like I'm going to Waffle House. Not, oh, man, I have to go to Denny's. Denny's is the fat girl at the end of the night that you take (laughs) home when the bar lights have gone on. You realize that all your other potential opportunities have been picked. That's what Denny's is. Jacob seems a little too well versed in this right here. Well, you do that because it's freaking... Denny's is never, how do you say, you know what you're getting when you get Denny's, okay? Fat girl analogy aside. Like, <laughs> you, you go to Denny's. We love that. I don't think it's an analogy. I think it's a scenario for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're, uh, <laughs> He's venting right now. <laughs> we are Waffle House supporters uh, on this show here, Alec. And may, if you cannot adhere to our freaking beliefs, then you can just get the hell out of here, okay? May I ask what Waffle House you went to? Nashville. 
Oh, mm. see, he definitely got the full Waffle House so experience. I, you didn't get like a, a waiter. What time did you go? I guess say that too. What time did you go? See any volunteer Breakfast? Fans? Breakfast? Yeah. Uh, oh, crazy. Who would have thought? No, because you can go. <laughs> I feel like also the second best time, and maybe it could be tied for first best time to go is like after midnight. Because then you just get like. Because you're drunk and then you do not care what you eat. That and you get Probably very well, even season, and you get very colorful even. people, you know. True. I mean, I'll share this experience. I was in Dallas one time, but it wasn't. We were maybe like thirty minutes from Dallas, and the Waffle House wasn't in Dallas, but it was in that area code, so it was in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, but we went to Waffle House probably like around three a.m., you know, and there was like a homeless person. Lot lizard. There. <laughs> see some lot lizards. No, I didn't see some lot lizards. There was a homeless person in there. Or I don't, I don't even know if they were homeless, but they looked homeless. They appeared homeless. <laughs> there was like two parties or two groups of people that were like straight from the bar. You could tell they had been drinking. One of the girls in the groups was completely shit faced and she was just a, a, a ton of fun. But I would say like and then not only that, like our waiter or waitress, excuse me, it was a lady with like a, a southern accent or a Texan accent. I guess it's a little different than southern. But uh, I don't know, just like the whole ambience of being there. 3 a.m. Like you know you're gonna have some pretty good food and just like seeing people laughing. Like it just it was a good time. Like everyone, even the cook was making jokes because I think one thing that's cool about the Waffle House too is like it's so small of a restaurant, it's compact. You can see the cooks, and if it's slow, like they'll interact with you, they'll talk with you. I it's, don't know. It's like the uh, it's like the Benihana of freaking breakfast, basically. Like 100. percent you just sit there, they bullshit with you, sit at the bar, go in, or like, not an actual bar, but like, the bar, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like the, you know, norms, you can walk in, you can just sit down, you don't have to be waited, you have to be waited to be seated. Mm-hmm. It's kind of some very similar yeah. to that. You know what, there's, I feel like there's some places that like, you shouldn't go at a certain time. And it's made for like, when you're drunk at 2, 3 a.m. It's like, Noah, like you used to reside in Orange. You, you've heard of Albert Tacos, right? Yeah, but like, same thing. Oh, your guys are called I, Alberts. It's not. I Alberto's? hate. I hate to break it to you, Alec. That's not really a a fine Mexican establishment. It is cool because it's open late, and I'll give you that. But it isn't like if I had five choices, it's not my top five. Oh, oh, yeah, but let's see. Like, I, I had a buddy who went to Chapman, and we went there one time for dinner, and I'm like, man, this is not very good. And then we went there one time after parties at three. Like, oh man, this is way better. Like, I feel like there's just some places, there's some food that just tastes better at that time. Yeah, and the common denominator is you're drunk. <laughs> you, you do not care. Oh, really? I didn't realize. I mean, yeah. Fuck, who would have fucking thought that the place that's open 24 hours isn't a good time to eat during the day, during the light of the day when you're being a God-faring person? It's when you're starting to be sinful is that when it begins to really taste delicious because that's the secret seasoning, sin. <laughs> i guess a good comparison a better comparison would be uh and we both went to sac state the denny's on college sound like if you go there with like the old people in the morning it doesn't taste very good but if you go there right. at him and you run into a bunch of people from the dorms it tastes way better oh i i agree i agree but we will not we are not going to stand idly by why you criticize waffle house but i guess we can move on past the waffle house alec you have been berated we're going to give you more verbal abuse if you continue to slander waffle house yeah it's and for the listeners out there don't knock until you try it i feel like it's one of those things you got to try for yourself it's very much a cultural thing yeah don't necessarily take our word for it don't take alex word for it you know take your own word for it like once you get to experience that 
Um, I know the nearest, if you're the California listener, I think the nearest one is in Arizona, like Phoenix area. But I just, I feel like it is cooler if you get a chance to travel to the Midwest or the South or even Texas, just because the waitresses have different accents. In Arizona, they don't really have an accent. It's, you know, you're pretty much dealing with. Sure they did. It was Arizonian. I don't know if Arizonian is a thing. That sounds I think, <laughs> I think you're Arizonish. Arizonish. <laughs> no, but I, I think, um, yeah, shout out to Waffle House. I think that'll end that conversation there. However, keeping on the track with food, boys. Foosball. No, no, food, food, food. Food. Boys, last Friday. Dad. Last Friday. You know where I'm going with this? No. Last Friday. Uh, we had a, we had this conversation a few weeks ago on the ep- uh, few episodes um about arby's arby's fish sandwich hey no i'm gonna break this down right now for the listener for you two gentlemen alec what's your opinion on arby's first let's get into that i've never ate arby's i'll be 100 percent honest okay so you never eaten arby's i was in your boat i think i had arby's once when i was like 14 but i it was very unmemorable and i just for the longest time i wondered how is arby's still in business i i just thought like what a what a shit franchise what a shit fast food establishment. However, things changed in the year 2022 when Pusha T, one of the kings, underground kings of rap, he decided to release a diss track towards the fish filet at McDonald's. Or what is it? filet fish That bullshit they call for a fish sandwich. And so anyways, that got me into the hype um, because Pusha T is now the first ever person to diss not only McDonald's, but also Drake. And I feel like those are two, like, like if you if you have that on your resume, like, hey, you dissed them and you went toe-to-toe with them, like, that's a pretty good resume. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's like winning a couple World Series if you catch my drift. And so I think I full-on bought into it. I went last Friday, got some Arby's fish sandwiches. And let me tell you, Jacob, let me tell you, blew the fish filet, or what is it called? The filet fish out the filet fish, water. yeah. The blue, the filet fish. One, it's bigger. I think one thing McDonald's always gets you on is the shit is small. And they put in those little boxes and it's crammed and you open it and you're like, oh, wow, the picture looks so much bigger. But lo and behold, you get three bites and you're done with the filet fish That was not the case with the Arby's sandwich, uh, the fish sandwich. It was a little bit, I would say, like a size and a half bigger. And it was on those like bigger buns with the sesame seeds. I don't know if you guys get like, you know what I'm talking about, Alec? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so better bun, bigger fish patty, and I don't know. Does the filet fish do the lettuce? <clears throat> uh, filet fish does not have lettuce. No, no. So the well, Arby's, the Arby's fish sandwich with the light. First of all, they didn't put too much tartar sauce. So I thought that was cool. That's good. Yeah, that is a bit positive. But they had that little shredded lettuce that you can get sometimes. If you guys ever have like a boil loco, like those Mexican salads, like the taco salads that they have. No, I do not eat at bad food establishments. <laughs> I ate it at a boil loco, but I've never had that before. Yeah. So well, the lettuce is just really thin. Just picture like a, like one of those streamers. It's like shredded. Yeah. It's like a shredded lettuce. It's like long and usually pretty thin. And that was in the sandwich with the fish patty. And it really complemented the whole thing. Well, they had like a two for six deal on Friday. I think it's just every day. I don't think it's just Friday. So I got two of them bitches. I ate two fish sandwiches. Phenomenal. Three days later, I still haven't gotten sick. I would definitely do it again. Probably eight out of 10 for a fast food restaurant. And I went in with super low expectations, but eight out of 10 for the fish sandwiches. 
listeners, do yourself a favor. Get yourself the nearest Arby's. There's not that many in Southern California. Uh, but I think push the tea and the fish sandwich might bring them back in into business. I have no words for you. Uh, I just want to know how were the fries? I didn't get fries. I just got the so you just raw dog the sandwich and just you're a, an astounding person. How many people will go and get a fish sandwich and not get chips with it? Well, because the set the deal was two for six and just the sandwiches, so I'd rather do two for six versus I think the meal in total was like six something with tax. So like no, well why didn't you just get the two for six and then add a fry to it? Mm, when fries have been through i don't know i just didn't really feel like fries all right fuck it i mean uh, have you ever had arby's fries i i wouldn't i i used to eat arby's way back when like when i was in elementary school my grandma used to buy the the roast beef dips or the the beef dips or what, whatever the fuck they sell at arby's and it was pretty it was tasty it was good but you know it had like this distinct smell the sandwiches did and 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 taste for that matter but when the one in Norwalk closed a very long time ago, uh, to be honest, I never really sought out Arby's. It's kind of like rallies. Have you ever eaten at rallies, either of you? Never even heard of it. Yeah, never heard of rallies either. Oh, shit. It's checkered. Like, it's like a, it almost looks like a race car. Like rubies? Almost, sort of, but it's black and white, like a checkered flag, as in like a NASCAR, like signifying the end of the race. Mm. And it's, there's one on Crenshaw in the city of Gardena, but that's all I know. And there's maybe another one near me. I don't know, but like they're kind of rare. But dude, their fries are good. They're like the they're like deep fried, you know. But they're not. They look like the color of sweet potato fries, but they're not. And they're very crispy and crunchy and just mm, delicious. Okay. You ever find a rallies? Treat yourself to fries. Well, just the fries. The everything. I mean, yeah. it's it's a burger stand, so you don't expect a god tier burger. But the fries are, are are really yeah are the highlight of that meal. Okay. One last thing before we get off of food and get into baseball. Uh, either of you ever heard of and or been to the hat? Yes. Pastrami. Oh, Alec, yeah, baby. Yeah. You've never been? I got to take you, buddy. We got to share pastrami chili cheese fries. And I promise pastrami you. Pastrami chili cheese fries. I promise mm. you it's very large and we can share it. Easy. Okay. And you'll love it. Or have, at least I think you'd love it. I mean, how do you hate pastrami with chili cheese? Have any of you guys been to Fat Sal's? No, wow, I've never actually heard of this. What what is that? It's in Hollywood. I think there's one in Hollywood and one in like another part of Los Angeles. But it's just um I, I believe they sell hoagies and sandwiches and big mm. subs, but they're also really well known for their fries as well. And that's that's when I went with a friend too, we just shared a big thing of fries. And I want to say it was pastrami type we fries. We could be like little foodies, bro. We, need we to could go. we need to go to these. We could. You gotta get in on your shit though. On my shit. Yeah. I don't know. We can go eat. We could definitely have like a little foodie segment. No, nah, nah, would you, I don't. Would you, nah, would you be I interested don't. in that? Criticize <laughs> A little foodie segment. Quick, quick question. Where is there a hat in North County? There's not. The closest one. Rancho Cucamonga, right? Actually, what the fuck? I'm not going to drive to Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> no, I'm like, I go to Brea. Oh, it's in Brea? Um, that is in Orange County, fool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he th- I didn't say it wasn't in Orange County. I- well, he asked. I'm going to pick it. up this laptop and just put it over your stupid head. All right, That's all what right. I'm gonna do because this man doesn't know the greatness of the hat. Although I would drive to Rancho Cucamonga for the hat, but thank God wow. I do not have to. Yeah, so that's a good hour, like 20 30 minutes for us. It's open till 2 a.m. too. Oh, shit. okay, it's like Kane's, but better, way better. A little, more, little more pricier, but way better. Burgers and fries, burgers, fries, pastrami dips, hot doggos, corn dogs. 
Hopefully we haven't made the listeners too hungry listening to I this hope food I have. segment. I hope you guys are hungry and you can't do anything about it. Final takeaway, be sure to try the Waffle Houses if you ever get a chance. Be sure to try the fish sandwich from no, Arby's. Stay away from Arby's. No, come on. Push Listen, it. It, it depends on who you really trust and love the most here on this pod, but if you love and respect yourself, please do not go to Arby's. Push a T made me do it. Push a T. We just want our friend back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last thing before I get into baseball. Uh, UNC Kansas, who do you guys got? UNC. Kansas. I would like to see Roy Williams be sad. Rock Chuck. No, I want to see UNC, man. Uh, shout out. I, will, I, I want a guy named Hubert. I, I like the memes. <laughs> I will say, I will say UNC's, and I think you'll get a kick out of this one. UNC's head coach, I don't know his name. Hubert. 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 Uh, Kevin Hubert, or what's his first name? Yeah. No, it's uh, Hubert Davis. Oh, okay, Hubert Davis. Hubert. That's a pretty fucking lame name. It is. He looks like Uncle Luke from Two Live Crew. Luke Skywalker? Yeah. Luther Campbell? Interesting. You don't know who that is? I, I, I couldn't image, picture an image in my head off the top. This is disappointing. But yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, I'm surprised, well, I, you, I know, I'm surprised you know Two Life Group. Again, we've been over this. Musically, I'm not shelled. I, I just... I no, like but like, like. that's just very, very out there and outdated. If you're a cool kid, you know about Two Life Group. Clearly, you're not a cool kid. Uh, we want some vagina. Chris, you're doing Twitter, man. I, I want to, yeah. <laughs> Chris is just gonna fucking be like, "Here you go, brother," and post the link to pop that pussy, baby. <laughs> I got UNC. Alan, um, please get back on Twitter. We need your presence. You need to see the shit that Chris be tweeting, my boy. Oh no, I've seen it before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love you, Chris Bullock. Um, I guess we could go ahead and get into the MLB preview. Uh, it's going to start this Thursday, right? Uh, I plan on releasing this podcast on Monday the 4th, but baseball is already back. Going to be starting on the, what is that, the, the 7th of Thursday. April. Thursday. And I figured we can go around the league as far as teams that we like, players that we like, and give playoff scenarios. But I also think we should give our own teams, right? You don't I even like, have a team. I do have a team. Well, what's your team? Say it now on air. Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. You know what? Crazy. Let's Noah go first. Go ahead, Noah. Tell, tell us about the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, okay, let me go first then. While I try and fix this uh, rustling noise that maybe was coming out of your thing. The Diamondbacks. All right, guys. So I was telling Jacob, I don't know if this was off air one time or if this was uh, just, you know, during a show, actually. But the Diamondbacks have this, this pattern. And it's basically, I like, and I want to say the Angels are kind of similar, but I also feel like the Angels also never really fully commit themselves to tanking like the Diamondbacks do. But every six or seven years, the Diamondbacks have a good run. And this is not on one of those six or seven <laughs> years for the Diamondbacks. Now, I think the last time they were good, what was that year we watched them play the Rockies in the uh, – Playing. Wasn't it 2017? It might have been 2017. It might have been 2018. Because I think that was the year that the 2017. Dog... Yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because so I remember was, we were at right. B-dubs. Correct. By the way, I got a B-dubs gift card. Correct. Let me. Yeah, I don't think your mic was on. <clears throat> oh, great. <laughs> so, anyways, I remember that year. It was so disappointing too because the Diamondbacks were incredibly good. Like probably, if not the second best team in the National League. However, the Dodgers also happened to be just that much better that year. And so we ran into them, you know, the first round of the playoffs after beating the Rockies in the wild card game. And of course, we got stumped. Remember Tejon Walker, Taiwan Walker? Taiwan, got smoked yes. that first game. I do. Remember. I don't think even, did he get out of the first inning? 
I do not remember. I don't remember that, and I don't remember that game particularly, but I know that we swept the Diamondbacks yeah. in the divisional series that year. It was pretty sad, but I remember for that half a year, you know, they had J.D. Martinez, Jake Lamb was on a roll. He was having a resurging freaking – he's all right. We'll see. Dude, don't be a hater just because he's I'm a not, No, I'm not you hating. Should, you should be a Jake Lamb fan. That's a good story to, he is, to he's, be a part of. I haven't actually read it. I saw you. Oh, way, to go, see, me, way, but... no, way to go, buddy. I'm glad we share tweets with each other. Alec, <laughs> at least I know you would respond to my tweets. Look, point is, Alec, Jacob, you asked me how the Diamondbacks are doing this year. Um, I'm, I'm going to never think my voice got all somber. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely under 80 wins. It's under 75. They're not getting to 500. I do think they're going to be competitive. I do think, you know, because the Rockies are bad, and I think the Padres are pretty banged up here in the beginning, the oh, first the half of the season. good on paper, but they're in the first, But in the first half, they're going to be injured, right? Because Tatis is still hurt. I think Clevenger's not going to be back for a while. Oh, we got Sean Maniah today. They got Sean Maniah. Yeah, so, but I mean, apparently he's he's hurt. But even oh, he's they're hurt? Or, well, like, they're – hold on. I think the breaking news – not breaking news, but the uh... – Well, take your time. Take your sweet time with that as I get will, to the rest of my dieback to... predictions. Go ahead. Don't bend the wire, by the way. Don't bend the wire. Just keep it straight, yeah. It, it, dude, it's – I'm not bending it. Okay, fine. It's literally made for it <laughs> like that. I just think the Diamondbacks, long story short, 70 to 76 wins is pretty realistic. Do I think this is an odd year where they maybe surprise some people and, like, finish two games out of a wild card spot and compete and get, like, 84 wins? Sure. I think that's, like, a good best-case scenario. Um, you know, they did re-sign or they gave an extension to Cattell Marte uh, five years, and it looks like they're going to invest in him. But as far as everybody else goes, I mean, not a whole lot of players. If I were to name some of the next best players, the guys that, like, most MLB fans that aren't Dynamite fans aren't going to know about. So it's it's still a rebuilding process. I think the last – I think we're starting to see them trend upwards, though. I think they have a pretty good farm system. I do think, like I said, every six to seven years, they make a really good playoff run. They're good for two, three years, and then they fall back and they have to tank. So that being said, I still think they're probably like a year or two from making the playoffs. But, um, you know, exciting players to watch. I don't know how to say his uh, – either of his name. I think it's Dalton Varsho. He's going to be playing some outfield. He also plays some catcher. Um, Pavin Smith is a left fielder. He's going to be starting for the first time. And uh, we'll see if uh, the starting pitcher, Madison Bumgarner and Zach Gallen can be better this year. They had some up. They had more downs and ups last year, to be honest. And so, yeah, that's my, it's a very somber thing. I don't know why you had me start the episode or the little <laughs> preview with this, but. You know. I, I agree though, that they do have every five or six years, that surprising team that yeah. goes to the playoffs. Like do that. Cause 2007, that was when they had Brandon Webb and yeah. they lost Rockies or I think they made it to the NLCS and lost the Rockies and the Rockies were on the run. 2011. Yeah. That was the greatest team. I remember that 2011 team with Goldschmidt, Ryan Roberts. <laughs> Stephen Drew, Upton, Chris Young, Young uh, Montero. That was a stacked team. That was they ran in, I think I think they got beat by the Brewers. Yeah, fucking um, what's his name? Brent. They had a really good closer, John Axford. I remember he shut she he shut our shit down. We could never hit off him. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, then then the, of course it was twenty seventeen. So you guys are on pace to make it next year. Right, maybe yeah, maybe funny. this year. Maybe maybe because who, who who would have thought twenty eleven? Remember. I, 2011 nobody thought that team was going to make win the nl west exactly so you, you do need your players to overperform a lot but i do think you need a healthy group of young players i still think there's some like older veterans who are either on their way out or they just don't have a replacement for them yet but um 
yeah, this is kind of sad. Let's just let's get on to the next team. I I don't want to talk about your team next because I just get fucking I, hated just because we win. It's, I want to. It's not because you win. It's not because you win. So why do you hate the Dodgers? Because of the fans. Literally the worst fan base in one of all the sports. I don't know if we're the worst. Top three. Worst. I'll give you that. I'll give you top five. Not not three. Two bad apples don't make a whole bad tree. And that's- I say the Red Sox fans are worse than Dodger fans. Thanks. How many Red Sox fans do you know okay. in California? You want, you want to know something? You want to okay, know? When, 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 the the red, when the Red go. All right. All right. Jacob, you first. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just want to say real quick. I don't have to know any Boston Red Sox fans to know that they're one of the worst fan bases. And I'll tell you why. Let me finish. The look on your face is beautiful. Adam Jones. How bad of a fan base do you have to be that Adam Jones, former Baltimore Oriole outfielder, the former made the greatest world baseball classic catch ever. Yeah. Adam Jones, center fielder. Yes. Has a no trade clause to Boston in his entire career for the remainder of his career. Because they were yelling racial slurs at him and saying the N-word. So say what you will about Dodger fans. Maybe they beat up Giants fans. And maybe there's always fights in the stands. And it's a bunch of drunk foos. But who cares? Like, every fan base deals with drunk foos. You know why? You know why it's worse for the Dodgers? Because it's the Dodgers. I, I can assure you there was just as many freaking uh, throughout the entire year of, like, just fan bases. You know, I'm pretty sure there was just as many Yankee fan fights. Angel fan fights because angel fans can be dicks. You guys like to throw rocks in glass houses, so like, yeah, of course you're gonna piss people off. Um, Giants fans are like fights happen all throughout all 30 MLB organizations and their fan bases. To highlight the Dodgers, just because there was one big notorious case, like There's that's kind of unfair. Yeah, no, there, you're, you're, one you're fight where old. some dude got really fucked up. Like yes. what, what happened? One fight out of right. every so every stadium. But every, no, oh, it's, every uh, but every Dodger year, year in, not a war zone. You're in, you're out. The Dodgers have this. Re- the Dodgers say. have. The, yeah, yeah. The Dodgers have this reputation, just like the Raiders and Cowboys do, or the Eagles. It's not at yes, all it like is. the Raiders. Yes, it is. When people see Dodger yes, fans, they don't think unruly. I get yes, it. You do. You, you. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, yes you do. You're an opposite opposed because you're a Dodger fan, so you have you you have these blinders on. I'm not blinders. saying you're wrong. I'm just saying though, if you're any other <laughs> team fan, you're second guessing yourself wearing your team's gear going to Dodger Stadium. So you don't think Alabama fans, when they go to Death Valley to play LSU at nighttime, you don't think they're worried? I don't think so because oh, college, you don't think so. college games are mostly college kids or college boosters who are really old and not going to be fighting. Are you stupid? Sometimes I don't think you hear the shit that comes out of your mouth. College games are mostly students and just boosters, so never mind the bunch of the groves of people that have been drinking all fucking day. I'm sure there is a lot of people who have been The college students have been drinking all day. Yeah, everyone. But drinks. they're not. It's a college football Al- game. LSU Alabama, have you ever seen a Twitter fight? A fight that gets posted on I don't Twitter. Know, I have it's a giant stadium. Have Just because we haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. But how many fights do you see at Dodger Stadium every year? I don't know. I don't. I don't media? keep track of it. Obviously, you do. It's I more. Mean, it's more than other I stadiums. Like a hard, I, I, it's I, more I than other stadiums. Totally fucking. And I, I got to say this: since the Raiders have moved from Oakland, Dodger Stadium is the most hostile place in sports right now. Yeah. As a fan. Because you're wearing the sissy fucking red, yeah, of course. Fuck you. <laughs> no, no, not 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 just angel fans. Any fan, like you see it all the time. Yeah, Dodger, like Dodger fans are the most welcoming fans in sports. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we supposed to be like, oh, welcome to our stadium? This is this is my crib. MTC. No, like, no, what's no, up? no. We're like, not asking you to be welcoming, but it's just I don't know. It's just we're just we're pointing out. 
It's like don't, not don't, saying don't, don't make somebody, saying don't make somebody feel like scared to go to your stadium. We're not saying Jacob Fanshawe is a bad Dodger fan. We're not saying Jacob would beat anybody up. No, you're saying something right? worse. You're, you're categorizing all Dodger fans no. that we're some hoodlums. I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying, all it takes is a few to mess up a reputation. Not at all. I and think I would all say it takes is a few a to get of all the fan opinions ba- like this. Out of all the fan bases, if you look at the stadium's fight percentage, right, or how many fights there are per year in a stadium. Percentage? I would I love not to a fight percentage? Not a fight percentage. But how many fights that are reported each year? Or do you know, go ahead, pull up the incident. I'm I not going to pull it up right now. That's really I'm just saying right up. now, though, in the last decade or so, probably even more. Oh, because of Dodger the- Stadium oh. leads all MLB teams. How much Max Ferrarius Kool Aid are you drinking? Just because he <laughs> says every fight that happens is at Dodger Stadium doesn't make it so. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Look, uh, you know what? I'll give you this. Though. I do think, though, some of it has to deal with just Los Angeles in general. I feel like Los Angeles is just kind of a hostile place. Right. Do Laker fa- and let me ask you, Alec, nope. how many fights have ever happened at Staples Center? That's the thing. Like, I feel like, well, Staples Center is a little bit different because you have to have a lot of money to go to a Laker game. Like, yeah. I feel like Dodger games, you know, you, you'll have a wide variety of people coming from financial backgrounds, but Laker games aren't, aren't like, aren't cheap tend. So you have people who want to enjoy the game. And I feel like the Lakers have that, Yankees, you know, um, Yankees or I was going to say Cowboys, but maybe the New England Patriots mindset of like, hey, we have champions. Like, we don't have to fight. I feel like Dodger fans have pent up anger. And especially since they couldn't yeah, see your champion. Like this. Be, because, well, also because you guys couldn't see your 2020 uh, championship. L- let me put it this way. I'm a Laker fan. You're a Dodger fan. Don't you feel like 2020 is still like, ah, we didn't really see a championship. It's there. But like, Absolutely we weren't at our own stadium. Not. Absolutely not, Alex. Okay, that, our, that, that, is loser, that is the loser fucking <laughs> mentality no, and no, no. that you get from poverty fucking franchises <laughs> like the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They're not even fucking claimed. So suck on that. And the Arizona Diamondbacks. So do, you know what? You're, 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 you're so right yes, now. I am because it's ludicrous what you're saying. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. Right? You, you made facts. up a statistic. I did not make up a statistic. You're insecure. That was a 60 game championship. You're insecure over that championship. I don't want to admit it. We did something that they're going to make a documentary. Yeah, I don't think he's insecure about it. Yeah, we. Yeah, because I'm a Dodger fan. The organization franchise represents me. Yes, we, we, the fucking team in town won that together. And let me ask you this. Had the Angels won it? I guarantee you. I fucking guarantee you, you would have never, ever said that. That would have never crossed your mind. I'm, you would have been happy. The Lakers won the bubble. And I even admitted the, the Lakers, bubble was No, the you've Lakers lived already through. No, no, it doesn't count. It, 2020, of course it doesn't matter to you because you've already lived through how many previous Laker legitimate championship series. But the Dodger, no, but how many? Fans, how many? Here's a, so you're saying, li- that was my sixth. I've lived through six championships. Okay. So you're six saying regular non-COVID affected seasons. So yes, no, you oh, five before that. As five a before fan. COVID. As well, a fan. Well, well, what I'm trying to say is, as a fan, you've had the luxury already to experience legitimate or not legitimate, but normal business hour <laughs> seasons. Like, so you're saying the only reason Dodger fans and yourself included are adamant that there should be no asterisk or this counts like because any it was other one of the hardest fight. Right, because because it, it, no because the Dodgers haven't won in another in your lifetime. That's what you just made the argument because oh Alec has seen Lakers win it again. That's why he's being passive about the Lakers championship. Potentially 
Well, yes, you know what? I am saying that. But also, it, it was one of the hardest seasons in fucking history. That That's not... Somehow we fucking... Oh, the bubble. You give credit to Miami. They, they kept clean... Like, dude, the same thing still went for MLB. It was it was a miracle we got that season off the ground with duct tape and spit and intuition from both sides, players and owners, to sit there and act like it was 60-game Mickey Mouse. Fuck that. Any of you guys and any other listener that has a different team than the Dodgers had your team won, you would have never, ever questioned the legitimacy of that championship. That's would've. loser fucking I would have. All right, then that's loser talk. I'm sorry. You guys aren't losers, but that's a loser mentality. No winner ever thinks I didn't deserve to win. No winner it's ever. that ever. I didn't deserve to win. You're just like, hey, in a normal situation, would I have won? That's what you're thinking. I don't see the abnorm- abnormality. Both series, it was seven game series, NLCS, seven game World Series. It was 60 series. games, dude. The Marlins made the playoffs, and like everyone kind of thought, like, hey, like this is weird. But like, how many teams 60 games into the year are really good and then fall off by mid-August? Yes, we didn't get the full picture, but we got enough of a picture to, to understand that, yeah, the Dodgers were the best team, bubble or not. It's not like the Rays – let me finish. It's not like the Rays lost key players, right? Yeah. No one talks about that. It's not like Blake Snell or Randy or Rosarina freaking got COVID and they couldn't play. It's not like uh, freaking Hunter Renfro and – or no, it was Hunter Renfro? But Joey Wendell or freaking Tyler Glass now. Or just, it, it's not like the Rays were riddled with COVID sit-outs and the Dodgers – I mean, dude, stop fucking to make it sound like it was easy street. That, that's an easy argument for you guys. That, that's, the fact that you have this – the fact that you have these oh, – The fact that you have all these points lined up just means you're insecure. The, that you have without a beat. You're able to defend the championship means that you've got to make the argument before. You're insecure over the championship, flat out. I have nothing to say. I I, I rest my case, truthfully. And, and if you really who are you getting into if, next? If you really, if you guys genuinely really believe that any COVID bubble championship is is not legitimate, then I do not know what to say to you because I think that's ridiculous. Under all freaking uh, circumstances and all the stress, I mean, dude, shit was turned changing on the like day to day like the day of games players would get tested covid and games would be canceled it's- i'm not saying it wasn't i don't think either of us are saying that it wasn't in or was an easy championship for any sport right what does mickey mouse championship imply it just means hey we have to think differently on this we're not saying okay i think what you're thinking is you know that dragon meme right where it's a four-headed dragon and usually they always meme it to where it's like you know uh, you know, the three good teams, let's just say the previous three championship winners. And then the, there's that one goofy dragon head that makes like his tongue sticking out. One eye is closed. He looks like basically. Yeah, slow. I've seen that before. Yeah. We're, we're not saying the Dodgers are that. Right. We're not. We're not. We're not saying that. Uh, at least I'm not. Maybe other people are. But I, I, I don't think I'm saying that. Uh, I don't know. But I can't speak for Alec, but I don't think he's saying well, that. Either. Well, well, here's my thing. Like my, my argument is like on the field for the players. Yes, it's a tough championship. The bubble was tough for the players, like player personnel. That's a tough championship. But you're dealing with trolls. You're dealing with fans who will question it because now in, in the day of social media, there's going to be so many fans questioning the Lakers and the Dodgers championship. Therefore, I think the Dodger fans still have that pent up anger to prove themselves like uh, speaking upon upon the, the players. Look, I think when you're watching, so I think you compare it to this. The past six to seven years in baseball, the balls have either been juiced or now they've become the opposite of juice, right? 
So we've seen really high numbers of home runs, but then we're also seeing really high numbers of strikeouts, right? So I also, I feel like when you look at this era as a whole compared to other eras, you kind of take that into consideration. You're like, oh, wow, look, like, you know, I, I forgot what team it was, but like a team from 2019 set the record. Maybe it was, I don't know if it was the Astros or somebody set the record for like most home runs in a season. I thought it was the Yankees. Well, maybe it was the Yankees. And they did it. The Yankees. Yeah, well, okay, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Ridiculous. It was the Yankees. It was like, hey, most home runs in a season. You're like, whoa, like that's like that's unusual. But then when you take into account now, like when we look at it in history, 20 years down the road, it was like, oh, well, now we know the MLB was juicing the balls. So that shit would, you know, take off. And home runs were just in general as a league were higher. So now that record that the Yankees hold for most home runs in a season, it's thought of as differently. Not saying it doesn't count. Not saying it's Mickey Mouse. It's just thought of as a different. I, I, the Dodgers can't winning the championship. Who, it's thought as of differently. Who has said this? I'm gonna press you on this. I mean, I've never heard who has said this. Did Passan say? Like, who did you hear this from? I mean, to me, I'm just astounded that. I mean, you because look okay. At the, let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this. Both of you, if I'm not mistaken, see, I really wish we had that rewind thing. I, I do not know off the <laughs> top of my head, but I'm gonna wager that both of you wanted and were okay with Barry Bonds being in the Hall of Fame had he been inducted, right? You Correct. Were, you guys both would have been all right with that? Hold on, let me finish. You guys both would have been all right with that, Alec? If Barry Bonds would have made the Hall of Fame or not? Yes. It, it, you would have been all right had he made it? Yeah. Okay. You're telling me that you have to look differently with a different lens, a different contextual lens when you talk about the 2019 Yankees and their home run record. Is that not applicable to Barry Bonds? It is. He never he never tested dirty, but he also wasn't very freaking transparent. Right. The transparency wasn't there. there. There's a lens of doubt around Barry Bonds, yet no baseball analyst, no baseball writer, basically anyone who was worth their salt when it came to MLB news on Twitter, that was ever discussed. Right. And, and, and so so why do you why do baseball fans and maybe you two are just maybe pushing me a little bit to get a good reaction, but why why are baseball fans like what that you you don't get to, i mean you can pick and choose but I, I mean i think as a logical person you sit there and you see that and it's like well then you're not you're not really about what you're saying you this isn't about contextual lenses and putting asterisks next to names i think you're this thinking is of, witch hunting this is no it's not asterisks are different not every asterisk means the same i think it would i would have been fine personally for barry bonds making it because even before you know, he got huge and was starting to hit so many bombs he a year. He was an excellent athlete. And I think when you look at the Hall of Fame, it's 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 the history of the sport. And regardless if Barry Bonds took steroids or not, I think you could say a lot of other players in the league at the time. So when you look at the steroid era, Bonds gets, let's say if he did get in, maybe you slap the asterisks, but you also slapped in like more things you need to know about this and this record, right? because this was just the time of it. And like, they weren't punishing it. Like, how are you going to punish players now for not making it when MLB and the commissioner weren't punishing them at the time? Because they're of no use for them anymore. That's why. Exactly. Right. They just are doing it to make money. Now it's different. I'm not comparing the same thing with the Dodgers or even the 2019 Yankees for breaking the most home runs, but I just think you slap something on the Dodgers and saying, Hey, this was a 60 game season. There was not a lot of fans in the stadium during pretty much the whole year. Um, we had, a, we played in, you know, it wasn't even the NL West, right. It was the NL and AL West together or like geographic regions. 
Um, just different shit happened. And I don't know. I, I, if you play that season 100 times, maybe the Dodgers do win 80 of them. I'm not saying that's not a, a The thing. Dodgers didn't have a scrub team. I don't, what, I, I'm not saying that either. So were the Rays that much better than the Dodgers? No, I'm not so, saying that either. But look, the Dodgers, we're not saying the Dodgers are scrubs because the past five years, well, the competition, they were always in the playoffs. They, they had. I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand. Did, not, they did, not, did they not make the World Series in 2017? Yes. Did they not make the World Series in 2018? Yes. In 2019? They lost they were, the divisional to the correct, Nationals. But, Starting the playoffs, everyone thought, hey, they have a good chance to make it back, right? Well, because they're a fucking loaded team. Exactly. Man. They are a loaded team. But just time and time again, they came up short. Now, in this shortened season, they're able to pull it off. It's almost like, I don't know. You're a coach. Yes. Imagine. I, this is what I'm so astounded by you. Imagine if for your next five years of coaching, you get your team to the state finals. And every fifth year or every year you've lost. Right. Would you take lip from me or anyone to say that your team was inadequate and that you guys sucked and that you guys it's it's not legitimate that it doesn't matter if you made no. what, what would you tell them what would you tell them if, so, if someone wait, says so say it again. doesn't matter that you make the championship you're going to lose anyways what would you tell them you're a coach and you work fucking hard you grind you're saying that yeah. Wait, yeah i'm asking you I if i getting, went up to you no, i think you're getting confused no, no i'm not yes you are if i went up to you and santiago high school for the next four years makes right. it to cif state championships okay and you guys lost all four years okay right and you start getting criticism in the papers Right. Coaches in the other communities, sorry, you're, you become a joke, become a, a meme, just like to, to do to the Dodgers. Oh, they're going to choke. But as a coach, what, what would you take? Would you take not going to those state championships? Or would no, you take you wouldn't want to go. Every single fucking time. Every year, right? yes. Every single fucking time. Yes. I, I, don't, I, I don't understand like this. Like you, you guys, you guys and, and other Dodger hater fans or yeah, Dodger haters, it's like you guys failed to see that. Like, I will take for the rest of my fucking life. This, and this is World Series hat in hand. I will take for the rest of my fucking life if the Dodgers make the World Series and they lost it. I would take that. I don't want them. I don't want that to happen. But I would take that. I, I would be a pretty, like, happy baseball fan. Because it's like, all right, fuck, we can't win it. But, dude, we're fucking there. Yeah. And I'll take I that over most, being bottom. I think most franchises would. I, I think most fan bases would. Yeah. I think it's silly to act like it's a fucking, like Dodger fans are in some kind of misery. It's like, we're not, yeah, we're not we, we have that. the misery of getting stood up by the hottest girl at the dance. What's your fucking misery? You right. can't even get inside the dance. Right, right. So, like, that's not the point. You. That's not the that point. That is the point. No, no, because we're going back to the 2020 season. I think you're taking it, you're, you're, you're exercising a lot of demons. And I, I could, yeah, because it. it's fucking bullshit. However, like, we're, we're Dodger going fans are held, are held to some, going fucking, back, that's horseshit. That is just, Last thing, last when that thing, thirty last for thing. thirty comes out on the twenty twenty season of COVID, oh, I, I don't you know want to hear shit. I don't want to hear shit from either. Oh, it was a good thirty for thirty. Fuck you! Don't watch it. Oh, It'll be a combined thirty for thirty with all the teams that won a championship. That Dodger team isn't worth a thirty for thirty. It's not. Oh, oh, oh buddy, I guarantee you. Trump. Hey. The biggest yeah. storyline on that 30 for 30 is Justin Turner. He actually had COVID in the last game. Oh, yeah, and he went no, out on the field. I know. That was crazy. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I'll say this, because I think this is what what well here. This is the apples to apple situation for me as a coach, right? Let's just say the high school that I'm at, we do go to four CAFs in a row. We lose in the championship four straight years. But in the fifth year, Something again. No, no, something crazy. Like we go, we go to the playoffs and first round we win, right? But somehow, because you know, for whatever reason, every other team, like we only play one playoff game, but every other team in the field either, you know, got caught with some cheating scandal, yada 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 yada. And all of a sudden, 
we were we're kind of the champs because there's no other teams to play. But that wasn't the case. That, I'm just saying that's. I think that's more that's... apples to apples scenario versus we're like, okay, yeah, we won. The, I'm gonna still take it. I'm gonna be like, yeah, we won the championship, but we only play one playoff game. It's thought of as differently than the 2020. We played the Braves, the the fucking former World Series winners for 2021. That's who the Dodgers had to beat to get there. Stop acting like it was a fucking shit dog. Then why they beat you guys last year? They almost did. We had to come back from three one. No, then why did they, why they beat you guys last year? Because they're a good team. Yeah, exactly. So we were a good team. <laughs> yeah, they beat you. Okay, they beat you. They beat you. Okay, yeah, you guys beat them in twenty twenty in a different environment in twenty twenty one, an environment that typical for an MLB postseason in October with fans. They beat you guys. They win the argument on that one, in my opinion. All right, all right. Let's 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 transition though, because I know we've been on this for a little bit over thirty, maybe 30, 20, 30 minutes. I don't know. Let's do get into the twenty twenty two preview. I'm, I'm gonna shoot myself in the fucking face. Let's transition to Alec then, while Jacob does that and reloads his gun. Yeah. Um, Alec, please tell us what do you think is in store for the Angels? But like, give. I know sometimes you're kind of a hopeful fan. Like, give us a realistic like preview. Don't. Don't give us that charger stuff you do every year. <laughs> oh, okay. You got, you, 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 you know what? And the Lakers are going to miss the postseason, man. You, you, you might, might as well just kick me three times. Um, anyway, what I said, what I said last year with your version of Alec. What I said last year with Trout and Otani finishing number one and number two, that would have happened if Mike Trout didn't get hurt. That's going to happen again this year. The Angels have Rasul Iglesias. Who's arguably the best could be the best closer in baseball this year, along with Corey Kimbrell. The Angels have a better starting rotation than they did, than they did last year. I believe they have a core infield right now with um, uh, who, who am I thinking of at first base? Um, Jared Walsh. Uh, yeah, Jared Walsh. Fletcher's at shortstop now, and now it looks like Jack Mayfield's going to be at second base. At third base is going to be Rendon if he stays healthy. Catcher is going to be Suzuki and Max Stassi. The outfield, the outfield is ideal. Joe Adele, Brandon Marsh, Mike Trout, Achilles Hill, our bullpen. I can really, I can't. Really, I'll be honest. I can't really name who's going to be in our bullpen this year, and that's probably not really very promising because you know why? If we're up by one run in the fifth inning, we're going to lose the game. The Angels have to have a three, four, five run lead to win a game. Uh, flat out, our bullpen was terrible last year, and that's why we lost so many games. Also, Mike Trout is going to be healthy. I think with the addition of Mike Trout being healthy, with his wins above replacement, the Angels, if, they ha- if they're able to do that with just a below-average bullpen, they win 90 games. They're a wild-card team. I think Houston does take the division. The Angels get in the playoff. It's worth noting that there is, right, 12 playoff teams this year, so six from each uh, league. Correct. Yeah, you got it. I'm looking at you with hatred. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they expanded it by two teams. So it was 10 teams last season, and it's been expanded by two: one from the National League, one from the American League. So there is one more. There is one more wild card spot that the Angels could claim. I I do think they they did spend some money on uh, notable arms. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Archie Bradley, I know, is a former Diamondback and former Philly, and he's bounced around, but he's a solid guy. Like I don't think. If he's your number one setup guy, then sure, you might not be in great luck. But he's a he's a solid dude. I'll come in the sixth and seventh. Um, I, I I just think their starting rotation I, I think is mid at best. Syndergaard's probably I think is like a gamble, but at the most I think he's probably like a three at this stage of his career, maybe a two. 
but I don't think their starting rotation is going to be enough. That's my personal opinion. Um, but, you know, I think at the trade deadline, we'll see if they're hanging around where they need to be above 500 in the playoff chase. I think they should be aggressive. We saw them clear cap space uh, by designating uh, Justin Upton, right, for yep. assignment. So they're moving on from him and going with the younger outfield. But maybe that frees up some space so they can really go after an arm if they're in the the thick of things towards the um, – Towards the middle of the season. Towards, <clears throat> the Angels, the, the Angels will not be above 500. Sorry, you guys were a 500 <laughs> team last season, like exactly 500. With an injured Mike Trout. Oh boy, I I I, I do think unless you guys plan to play him less, that that's just gonna I feel like gonna happen every year. Maybe he won't miss as much time as he did last year, but I think every year it's kind of like guaranteed you're gonna miss Mike Trout for injury for at least like. 15 to 20 games. Yep. Oh, and okay, yeah, but he, he missed more. He got injured in May last year. If that doesn't happen again this year, what number one, Shohei Otani wins MVP again this year. That's my prediction. He's going to, he's going to be a back-to-back ALP. Mike Trout finishes second because Mike Trout's going to get hurt. Shohei Otani, maybe he gets hurt as well. If Shohei Otani misses more games then Mike Trout wins it flat out. <laughs> I, I think that Trout, Otani and Syndergaard are going to be best buddies on the pine when they're hurt. <laughs> they might. Um, I, I get your optimism <laughs> as, as Alec gives Jacob the bird. I think this is probably the best team the Angels have had in the last like six years. I would say that. I, I probably do. since 2014 when they made the playoffs. Yeah. So, like, let's say the last eight years. Where Mike years. Trout did not bat his own body weight, which is great. <laughs> We're not going to talk about getting swept by the Royals. Anyway, go ahead, Noah. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I kind of mentioned this probably in one of the football podcasts, right? Some franchises, for whatever reason, I don't, I'm not saying I know the exact reason why, but some franchises and some players just feel like they're cursed, right? I think James Harden's a good example. The Cleveland Browns are a good example. The Chargers, sorry, Alec, you have a double whammy. The Chargers are a good example. The Clippers are a good example. And for some damn reason, the Angels are a good example. They spend a lot of money, and then those players either underperform, get hurt, um, so, you know, I, like I said, I don't know why they're cursed. I don't know if I fully believe in the curse, but this is the best team they've had in a while. If they miss, if, even if they're not in wild card contention, if they miss it by two or three games, I think it'll just add to the curse. But if they're in it, good for them. I'm going to go to a few angel games. So, you know, I'll, I don't want to say I'll be rooting for them, but like, Oh, you'll be rooting for them. Nah, I'll just kind of be you'll like, be rooting for them. If, if, they're playing the, you, if they're playing the Orioles, if they're playing the Orioles, I'll root for them. If they're playing the Rays, I'll root for them. But I don't know. I know why I, the Angels are cursed. Why? Well, they, it was because of that stupid rally monkey in 2002. You know, what, but they won. You can't say they're cursed because yeah, of that. Yeah, no. What what animal? We beat the Giants. You're welcome. Hold on, hold on. Mm. No, no, we're not welcome. Yeah, I hate you, or I hate the Angels. I don't hate you. I love you, but I hate the Angels. Like if an angel, if if there was an opportunity to Ooh. save the Angel franchise from sinking in the ship or the Giants franchise. I'm saving the Giants franchise because I respect that franchise so much more. Mm. The Angels, dude, you guys are my little brother. I will fight on your pillow to give you pink eye. Wow. Like, I'm not, I, I hate you guys. Graphic. Yeah, but graphic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just imagine you doing hey, hey, But hey, I, I respect that because be, as a Laker fan, like I would definitely choose the Celtics franchise over the first franchise. Right. So I get where you're yeah. coming from. Mm. Same yeah. thing. It's, it's just, I'm sorry. Like if you go and ask a Michigan fan, like, Hey, do you want to preserve the Ohio state rivalry or Michigan state? 
it's going to be Ohio State because yeah. that's your big dog. That's that's your freaking that's the school bully that stole your lunch money and takes the hot girl every time and you need fucking vengeance. And it's just it's I love how Georgia I know we're getting off topic a little bit, but I love how Georgia, Georgia Tech, their rivalry is is nicknamed old fashioned hate. And I feel like that's what it is with the Dodgers and Giants mm. and the Yankees and Red Sox. Right. And the Cardinals and the Cubbies. Right. I feel like it's it's considered old-fashioned hate because it's dude, it's those rivers run long and it's bloody and it's tumultuous. I don't view the Angel series, the freeway series as tumultuous at all. I think off the top of my head, I'm gonna I'm gonna say without knowing uh statistics to back me up that the Dodgers probably lead the freeway series. All and, time? Yes. Probably. And the Dodgers, Dodger Stadium was only built in 1962. This year is the 50th anniversary of that. And Angel Stadium follows that by like two years in 64. So the rivalry has had more than enough time to breathe, live, get storylines. And you know what? It just doesn't. It, 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 it's not there. You're wrong. Oh, wow. Angels lead the series 73 to 63. Oh, that's close oh, though. Wow. That's close though. You, you can't yeah. sleep well at night knowing ten games. Dodgers, oh, oh, we the Dodgers. Play, oh, the Dodgers lead the series. I'm gonna bet my money on it. Oh, it's close. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy baseball's back. Um, I'll say this. Maybe, maybe the rally monkey is that. I think yeah, choosing an animal. Maybe something like at a. Maybe one of the people well, at PETA I mean, put a curse I mean, on well, the, not the even Angels. That. What what set off COVID? Bats. So. You don't think monkeys had a role in that? I think we're getting a little bit off topic. I do think, though, maybe <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest this. If the uh-huh. Angels drop the Los Angeles part of their team name, maybe they'll have more success if they just go back and own the Anaheim Angels or go back to California Angels. But I think having the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim is a terrible, terrible, terrible thing to do to a franchise, to a city to do to that team um, because you're trying to lump it with something that it's not. And since I, I, I don't, I don't remember what year off the top of my head, they changed that moniker, but I can't imagine they've had much success since then. So 2005 is when they changed to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And then from 2005 to 2016 or 2015, 2015 season, they were the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim since 2016. They've just been the Los Angeles Angels other than 2002. The Angels had arguably their best run in franchise history with not only attendance, but in 05, 07, 09, and 14, they won division titles. And they were top five in Major League Baseball in the attendance. So I got to disagree with you. I think there's a lot of missed opportunities to rebrand and like go with the whole Juice County thing. Like really kind of like with True 100 status, like I really just like you guys could be – Halos, you right? Gotta, you, you can, there's got to be something to do with juice. Not so much juice, but I think you could just <laughs> Disneyland is a freaking like well-known commodity around the world. Like if you, I don't know if maybe Anaheim itself is known around the world like Disneyland is, but you got to think it's kind of close, right? And I think as some like I don't know, like Orlando Magic don't call themselves the Miami Magic of Orlando. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not calling themselves the Florida Magic either. They own Orlando, and I think. You can do that with the Angels because Disneyland's such a hot commodity. And yeah, sure, it's the whole county's not as big as LA County, but you know what? I, I just feel like it's not disrespectful, but I do feel like it's. I, I always oh shit, there's a spider on my wall. As we 
<laughs> typing this oh, over dude. there. Oh, don't kill him. I'm killing him. Oh, dude, he had a wife. Give him a name. Uh, well, no, it's he's dead. That's his name, Death. <laughs> uh, the harbinger of death, Noah's Chompers. His wife is going to stay up worried. Why he didn't get but, home. But, what, what would you want the What if the Angels did something like what the Warriors did? Like for the longest time, I thought the Golden State Warriors played in San Francisco when they were playing at Oracle Arena in Oakland. But then I was kind of mind blown. I'm like, oh, like they're not. They have the uh, the Bay Bridge, or I thought that was the, the Golden Gate Bridge on their jersey. I'm, I'm still unsure which one that even is. So I think they did Bay, something like that. I want to say it's the Bay Bridge. It's you know well, the, the logo's not bad. In fact, I think you guys probably should actually really use the your your Angels hat one. Mm. The, the that's I think that's the Disney one though with the wing on the side. Yeah, that, like, that, that that's when they were owned by Disney, and they, yeah. I don't know they were like the Angels in the outfield franchise. Like they right. like that's when they were really little brothers. This was pre O two. Like this is when they were an irrelevant franchise. They still but, but that's when they didn't they win the World Series with those uniforms? No, when they changed to the uh, red and the halo, which I'm wearing right now, was 02 and they won. Huh. Well, maybe they just need to change the I, red again. I think <laughs> it should be it should be Angels of Anaheim. That way the abbreviation could be AA. So it's like, hey, honey, I'm going to my AA meeting. <laughs> well, it used to be ANA, Anaheim. ANA. No, just, just AA. AA. I'm going to AA tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's rewind the clock from 2002 to 2009. The Angels, without a doubt, owned not only Southern California, but the AL West. And I'll, I would but say did, also the, the entire West region of baseball. Look, when I say franchises or players are cursed, it doesn't mean that they don't have any success at all, right? I think you could say James Harden, successful player. The Chargers, hey, LaDamian Thomason, successful franchises and successful players. But for some reason, they just come up short of the ultimate goal to win a championship, to be considered one of the greats. And look, the Angels, yeah, they've won a few division titles since uh, the name. I'm not blaming it all on that, but I'm just saying, like, hey, they haven't they, ha- they haven't gone to the final destination. Um, they haven't. So they, no, and I, I went I up to that. They, the Albert Pools experiment failed. The Mike Trout oh, experiment the, the Mike Trout era could honestly fail. Like, I, I will accept that. Yeah. Don't forget the uh, – oh, who was the other – Houston Street era failed. Yep. <laughs> Josh Hamilton failed. Josh Hamilton failed. Yep. Um, so, a lot of, you know, Jared Weaver. I mean, what, what what did you guys make? I mean, did he win a Cy Young, actually? I don't know. Jared Weaver never won a Cy Young, but Jared Weaver came to the team in 2006. So, at the beginning of his career, he was a part of those teams that would make to the postseason and then get – beat by the Red Sox, unfortunately. And then the the second half of his career as an angel was kind of the down years. Mm. Would you say him and Irvin Santana were failed careers? Well, Irvin said, well, here's the thing. Irvin Santana wasn't supposed to be too much. And Irvin Santana won a couple AOS ties with the angels. He, he had a no hitter. And then I feel like, I, I think he might still be in the league. I feel like yeah. with his time with the angels, it kind of elevated him. Jared Weaver, as soon as he went to the Padres, I think it was in 2016, his career kind of died, but he was expected to be a top pitcher. Irvin Santana wasn't. Mm. I guess we can transition to the Dodgers now. Give us your 2022 outlook and uh, what you're excited about most. Honestly, you've just emotionally drained me so fucking much. Yeah, you look tired. That you're about to cry. I, yeah, yeah, I am about to cry. I just <laughs> suffering from fucking success here. I can't even just wear, I can't, I can't even wear a Dodger hat without being fucking harassed because apparently I'm a hoodlum and they're just throwing lengthy harangues at me over here. Like it's just like, <laughs> ah, I like that word. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just really uh 
Well, to be quite frank with it, I, I just I can't handle the limelight of being such a successful franchise and not poverty. Uh, let's start with the biggest acquisition. Freddie Freddy Krueger. I mean, fucking he's on the team now, so don't go to sleep because the Dodgers will get you in your sleep now. We got Freddie Krueger. Mm-hmm. He can play his first base, has the sweetest swing a lefty can have, I believe. He's an Orange County native, too. As yep. is, I, I'm actually not going to say that because Bryce Harper's not Orange County, right? Uh, is he? Yeah, he's I Vegas. Thought, I, yeah, okay. Vegas. Yeah. Oh, Vegas. Pretty, I thought you said, yeah, he is. I was like, dang, I thought I swear to God. No, Vegas. Yeah, because no, I think yeah. the Sports Illustrated cover that he was on when he was like 19, he was in his high school uniform, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Dodgers went out, got uh, Freddie Freeman alongside Craig Kimbrell, who a lot of people seemed kind of puzzled by that, but I don't know. I mean, as Dodger fans, I think we are apt to forget – about Kenley Jansen that yes, he is now the Dodgers all-time franchise saves leader, but it's like so many of those saves were very heart wrenching, Mm. high anxiety, high leverage inducing moments that Jansen worked himself into. Yes. There were times where when his cutter was cutting and his slider was freaking untouchable, he was one of, if not the best closer in the entire league and the entire national league. Um, I think that sort of tapered off towards the end. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with guys like freaking uh, Trinan. Well, Blake Trinan alongside Kimbrell. And, you know, we still have Vessia alongside uh, the guy who pulled his hamstring. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Not, well, there is Gratterall, and then there's uh, Devin Dustin May. Oh, Here we yes. go, Dustin May. Um, Dodgers have a lot of depth at pitching, so I'm, I, and I can't remember every pitch off the top of my head, but I'm excited. Right. Excited for that. Our so, our starting rotation, I solid. think, is – well, it is solid, but I think it has a chance to get better because I don't believe for one second that one baseball player on that clubhouse will not take back Trevor Bauer. If he stops and acting like a fool and maybe doesn't try to push his whole vlogging thing inside the clubhouse, I think he can probably get back in good graces and pitch again for the Dodgers. He was super fucking dominant as a Dodger pitcher. I love Bauer days. And granted, whatever you believe uh, outside with that sexual – harassment or assault or or his entire case you know that's that's your prerogative or that's your perspective and what you think but ultimately you have to go with facts and he wasn't found guilty Mm -hmm. so i don't know i mean as a dodger fan i have no qualms about it like is he slimy a little bit sure but who cares i mean he fucking wins yeah there's there's a line of sliminess i think that you're willing to tolerate and i mean i'm okay with with tolerating that and on top of that, again, he was found not guilty. So it's not like I'm really taking a really hard stance on saying that. Correct. You know? um, excited to see with Max Muncy how he's going to be. I actually hope that he recovers well. And I think the infield is going to look a little bit different because with A.J. Pollock gone, there's been squabbles and rumors that Gavin Lux is going to finally get more time up in the plate. The most head-scratching thing the Dodgers have done this offseason was ship Matt Beatty off to San Diego. I cannot believe they did that. Beatty's, yeah, that's going to come back and hurt us. If the Padres do beat the Dodgers in a divisional series, or they even do make the playoffs, and, and that that's how it goes down, I have a feeling that Tatis Jr., Beatty, Machado, that can be that can be fucking troublesome. And Trent Grisham, fucking fuckhead. That, that can be troublesome. Like that Padres lineup kind of scares me in the National League West, and they're really the only team that does. But I'm not going to sleep on the Giants either. I don't know who the Giants lost. Or like key losses. Chris Bryant. Chris oh, Bryant, that's right. Yeah. Chris. But Bryant, he was a trade at the end of the deadline, no? Yeah. Well, yeah, he was traded at the deadline, and then he was on the postseason roster, of course. 
I think Johnny Cueto, they didn't resign him either. He's still a free agent. So. And who, who's that catcher for them now since Buster Posey's officially hung up the cleats? Joe uh, Panic? No, 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 no. That, he was a long time yeah, second was, baseman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't oh, know yeah, who they're – I know their, pro, their top prospect is something Bart. I can't remember. Oh yeah, but he's I, not. He's not projected to start is, is right away. Is it Jacob Bart? I think I remember from MLB the show. Maybe, like but it's not. He's not projected to start right away. They have mm-hmm. another guy. Oh, cool. There's actually on the topic of prospects, not related to the Dodgers. That's really all I've got to say about the Dodgers. I mean, Wait, they, they made some of the biggest moves. So. Can I ask you this though? Out of Absolutely. the out of these four players, who will you miss most? Jansen, Pollock, Seager, or who else am I missing? Um. Scherzer, you can throw him in the mix. Scherzer, yeah. Ah, fuck Scherzer. I'm, I'm never. I, dude, I feel personally slighted by Scherzer. He was my favorite non-Dodger, and then when he came to the Dodgers, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. We got the guy that there's gifts of him being like, I'm not going out of the game, and like fucking clutch, dude. Like pitch with a broken eye, like bad man, like bad dude. He's still a great, talented pitcher. I, I'm still gonna love to watch him pitch, but I'm just a little bitter that his cop out for why he was injured during the postseason when the Dodgers needed him the most. And they did lean on him a lot, but that what, that's what you're advertised as. Yes, you were yes. an iron workhorse, dude, and he failed us. And, and then for him to turn around and kind of throw it on the staff that we didn't pitch him enough, I just think that's such a pussy fucking thing to say. Mm. Like, I think I would have respected him saying, like, you know what? I was tired. I was getting used a lot, and I didn't answer the call. Then it's like, all right, still fucking hurts and sucks, but fuck it, go ball out. Now I'm just like – and now that he's a Met and all this like bad stuff has befallen him, I'm kind of secretly not fuck that. I'm openly taking pleasure in that because I, I just I cannot believe that dead arm comment and he blamed it on his lack of usage or it's just it's just I don't know cop out cop out cop out. So who are you missing out of those players the most? Uh, Pollock was solid. He was a great utility guy, but I really love Corey Seager. Like dude, Corey Seager had his moments defensively. He wasn't the best, but he also wasn't leading team in errors. Uh, or maybe he was, but it, it just didn't feel like his defensive problems were that big of an issue. And at the plate, when he found his swing, dude, he was one of the better lefties in that entire lineup. And, he, you know, former World Series MVP. So that kind of yeah. says fucking a lot. He had a great. And kind of like Jorge Soler. I was going to say, he had some really good, uh, even in the World Series that they didn't win. I know he had some pretty good moments yeah. against the Astros, too. Um, but so. one guy that that pers- that follows that. Or, you know what, actually? Uh, Dodgers gave up a top prospect in getting Freddie Freeman, too. Um, he was traded? I thought he was uh, signed. Or no, I'm thinking of... Uh... Kimbrell? Yeah, there you go. Oh, they, gave up, they gave up Pollock for Kimbrell, I know that. Right. Dodgers gave up somebody else, I, I forget. Or maybe it was free agency, I, I don't know. The yeah. Jansen thing did shock me. I didn't expect him to end up in I didn't Atlanta. expect that either, yeah. I didn't um, expect that either. I, but... I, I miss Verdugo. I'll tell you now, because oh, I think yeah. Verdugo was a potent bat. He's lefty, right? Or was he a righty? I want to say he hit left. Yeah. In any case, I'm excited. Uh, you gave I... me the – oh, Alec, wait. Before we move on, you didn't give us uh, – or did you – over under for the Angels uh, season? Or wins? You guys said 90. You said okay. 90? Yeah. He says 90. Let him set the bar. You know what? Okay, yeah. Enough ribbing has been done. I'm just emotionally <laughs> drained from that. Um, I got – well, I can't let you top me, so I I, I gotta go. Like I'm gonna bank it at at an even ninety eight. Okay, over. Okay, so for the Dodgers, we'll win the National League title. Dodgers, Jacob has ninety eight. Uh, well, Diamondbacks, I have eighty, and then Angels, Alec has ninety. Over ninety? Well, I think he's just, or I don't know. Is he taking over? Are you taking over ninety wins? 
No, I think 90 is the mark. So you think 90 is the ceiling? So you're saying yeah. over 89, I guess? Yeah. Okay, okay, 90 wins is your ceiling? So 90, 90, wins, 90 wins the ceiling. What's the floor? The, the Angels are going to – all right. It'll be between 85 and 90. So o- over 85, under 90. Okay, better. That's better. Okay. I, I think the ceiling for the Dodgers is probably like a new franchise record of like 106, 107 wins. Mm. I think floor – and this is – I feel as Dodger fans, like the floor has got to be like a – 80, 85, low 90 wins, because that puts us in the playing round, which just makes it longer. You never know. I don't. The Giants are never a team that, even last year, while they were good and they're still dangerous and they're the Giants, I don't think they're going to – they're not exerting all efforts to be the NL West division leader at the end of the season. I think you are going to want to, though, because you're going to oh, want course. that first round. Of course, but I'm just saying – I'm, I'm just saying, though, the – Think about it. If you right. don't get that first round by, and you it's have huge. to play in the, the – But I don't games, think the Giants – have a three-game series. On paper, the Giants are not as good as the Dodgers. I'll say that. Yeah, I do think the line – doesn't matter. I've stopped trusting Peter right. after 2019 because that national team had no business – True. To the world That's series. what I'm saying. So sometimes we do get stories like that. Um, Howie fucking Kendrick. Never get over that. <laughs> Former Angel. Great. Former Angel. I think we can maybe highlight some other teams and or players that we are excited to see. Um, I really want to see the White Sox do well this year. I know they've been to the playoffs. I know they went last year. Um, they did ship off Kimbrel. But last year, it was kind of highlighted by, what, Eloy Jimenez, right? He got hurt. Fucked up his elbow in spring training. In spring he training. Like hung off the yep. wall. Like that, I it, think that set the, just like a bad tone. For exactly. The and then they yeah. also had a really unfortunate injury with um, – not Anderson, their other young player. Was it Luis Robert, maybe? or Yeah, Luis Robert and Eloy Jimenez and they had, Anderson. They were kind of riddled with injuries last year, but they still have one of the more dominant closures in the game, Liam Hendricks. Um, they still have Jose Abreu, really good first baseman, and, and a bunch of – a combination of good veterans and young guns. Well, unfortunately, in, Lance Lynn's going to miss some time. Right. He's but it's the start it, of the season, which sucks. It is what it is. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So I don't think I'm too worried about that, but I think I want to see the White Sox go a little further. They do play in the AL Torino. Central. They play in the AL Central, so I think that's like kind of one of the easier divisions I think you could say in baseball. However, I just I want to see them go a little further this year. Maybe make a run at the final, not the finals, but the World Series. But um, yeah, I'm sorry. No, sorry. I just got a little bit excited thinking about the White Sox. I want Lucas Giolito to kind of stay consistent the entire year. Like he, I, th- I feel like Giolito starts off dominant and has a good first two, three months and then kind of falls off during the dog days of summer and kind of ends up the season as like a good pitcher, but not great. And Giolito's got stuff to be a great pitcher. I mean, he's a former Cy Young award winner. He won it in 20, was it 2020? I believe if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. uh, I have my laptop, but I'm too lazy to pick that up and put it on my lap again. So I, I believe it was 2020 Lucas Giolito or no, was that Shane Bieber? It was Bieber who won it in 2020. So 2019 with Giolito. I know he has a Cy Young under his belt, though. So, I don't know. I just want him to continue to be dominant. I like lefties. He's a lefty. So, yeah. I don't know. don't know what to say. I'm interested to see how the Yanks shake out. I mean, there's a whole lot of talk about Andrew Cashman potentially being fired if the season doesn't go well. You know, Aaron Boone's on his freaking last uh, last good grace card there with the Yankees. They, they got to do it now, and they got to get well above – the playing round. They have to at least advance to the ALCS and be fighting for a pennant. I don't think the White Sox are going to be in a position to make a World Series run, but you want to see them be competitive, not only for their own division, but the pennant as well. I 
I can see I, – I just think on paper the Yankees are very good, but it does not translate well to play. It's just goofy shit happens to the Yankees. So I got the Red Sox easily taking the AL East. Or no, that's a lie. I got the Blue Jays, baby. I like the AL East. Yeah, I think we always forget, too. I know in the years past, I overlooked the Rays because they do it always Ooh, with these yeah. – they do they do that bullshit – what do you call it? The advanced statistics and their – they're not Your really – metrics. Yeah, advanced metrics, and, and, and it works for them, uh, granted – you know, they, they come up short last year and they came up short in the World Series two years ago. But I think it's it's pretty fascinating how they continuously get there with people we don't really know. I mean, we know maybe like a handful. I think Brandon Lowe's a pretty notable second baseman, but I couldn't really know it. Name Rosarena. Yeah. I can name a few Rays players. Manuel Marco, Randy Rosarena. But they're not. Wendell, they're not stars. Glass. That's what I'm trying to say. They're not household names. Oh, Rosarena is and should be a household He's not a top name. 10 player. I don't think he's Look, look, the point is they're doing it with these guys that aren't as well-known. Rosarino is their number I'm not one trying to, prospect. But I'm just saying the Rays continuously surprised us, so I think they're a team to watch out for the yeah, AL East. I, I, I don't want to belabor the point. I just I don't think it's that surprising when you kind of look at their lineup. Like, it's not a bunch of no-names, no-names. Like, no offense, the Angels are that. Like, other than Trout and Otani and the Diamondbacks. No, I would say the, the, the top the two players in the American game, League. Uh, are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. You have you. Trout and Otani, which are like two of the bigger right. names. Right, and then Kenny Powers, correct. And then Rendon. Who else? So you gave me top three that household names are in. I, none of those. They. I don't think if you name the top three for the Rays, if you ask any other MLB fan, they're not knowing who. Randy or Rosarina, people know who fucking Randy or Rosarina. Are you? If you're, this, is, this is why you aggravate me because you're you're talking out of your ass. Randy Rosarina had that craziest moment in Game Four of 2020 World Series. Yeah, and what has he done since? What do you mean? What has he done since? He's been. He was. He was, about, he, fucking, was, he was a good outfielder last year, but he wasn't a top 10 MLB player. He was fantastic. He almost. If you were to ask players, sorry, if you were to ask a random MLB fan, say a Pirates fan, and you showed up. Call Nicky right now. I'm saying if you showed a picture of Fernando Tatis, right? Showed a picture of Javi Baez, and showed a picture of Otani, and showed a picture of Mookie Betts, and then showed a picture of Randy. Who, who's probably the guy that they're not going to know the, the most? It's probably Randy. I really disagree with you. I, okay. I don't. That's I, fair. We're, we, okay, but like the whole point I'm trying to say is the AL East is going to be a fucking gauntlet. I don't know well, who's really? going to win that. How can, how can you say that it's going to be a gauntlet with these, a whole bunch of no names? Because the, I just said the Rays win using advanced metrics. They continuously do that. They traded glass now, and guess what they did? They still went it back to the playoffs. He's the AL East could easily Braves have glass now. The AL East could easily have four playoff teams. Or not glass now. They traded away uh, Snell. Sorry, they traded away Blake Snell. Snell. They traded away Snell, and they're like, "Fuck you, we don't need you." And they still went to the fucking playoffs. Anyways, can't talk baseball with you. Hey, I'm glad you're a football coach. Because if you were a baseball coach, I would never sign my son up for your fucking team. <laughs> Look, the- I was going to say that the AL East could easily have four playoff teams. It, it's yeah. not impossible. It's it's kind of like the it's kind of like the uh, AFC West right now in, in uh, the NFL. True, but because they beat up on each other, I don't think all four make it. Obviously, well, the weakest well, AL is undoubtedly the Central. Well, they right. they all beat up on each other last year, and with these new playoff rules, the Toronto Blue Jays would have been that seventh playoff team last year with ninety one wins. And nice, then, and then maybe you like the Blue Jays. We want to see Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I mean, I do. He. I said, I mean, we, we all know. We all know you love like Vladdy Junior. Twitter know, knows you love Vladdy Junior too. Yeah, yeah, goddamn right they do. <laughs> yeah, Fucking, they do. Dude was almost a triple crown winner, but that doesn't mean almost, anything. I forgot. Almost, uh, halfway yeah, through the year. You're right. I'm just saying. 
I'm not even going to go down. There's a thread. <laughs> We're not even going to go down there. All, all I'm going to say is, Alec, if one day you're ever on the Twitters and you want to know how well thought out I've thought about this Vladimir Guerrero Jr. conversation and not rage-fueled, but actually thought out process, I have a thread on Twitter where I literally, in every statistical category, other than like a few, Vladi, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. either led the league outright or was tied for first. So like, I just, I hope that he has a breakout season so he can win an MVP. That's my that's my, uh, I would say, favorite pick for AL MVP. And for National League MVP? Go ahead. Oh, I, for National League MVP? I don't know, dude. I mean, Bryce Harper's looking pretty fucking good right now, but I wouldn't mind seeing somebody such as freaking Ronald Acuna Jr. stay healthy and win one, or maybe Ozzy Alves, but Freddie Freeman might be in contention for it too. I don't know. Before we go into some of that stuff, I did want to say I do think the Yankees – um, they made a couple of signings or moves this year that I felt like it was very Yankee-esque, Rizzo and Josh Donaldson. And Isaiah Kiner-Falefa from the Rangers. That was huge, dude. That was, that was actually an under, under I, I think, But I think those two, adding Rizzo and Donaldson, they're both like – they're both players that I want to say are on the other side of their prime, but they're still valuable. They still bring a lot to the table. And I think that's kind of – not honestly, that's what the Yankees have been missing, but – it did seem like they had a lot of young talent, but it just wasn't necessarily clicking all the time. <clears throat> I think getting those veterans not only adds, especially because the Yankees, we all know, is a pretty hitter-friendly park, so guys like Rizzo and Donaldson should be able to hit some more bombs and hit pretty well there. They have a short right porch. You're right, but I think you know it'll bring some veteran leadership to the rest of that team, and who knows? I, I like the Yankees' chances of being better than they were last year, too. The biggest missing ingredient, if you're a Yankee fan or – at John Boy, I'm sure you know this. Uh, biggest missing ingredient is undoubtedly the presence and overall productivity from guys like Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. They right. cannot, like, as an Angel fan, you can relate, like uh, Trout and like uh, Anthony Rendon, you cannot win ball games with your best players riding the pine because they're hurt. You need to stay healthy. You need to live up to those expectations. But the one thing I really enjoy about the Yankees is that they're not afraid to ship a player off if he wasn't living up to expectations yeah. or it got stagnant. Like, Gary and Sanchez. I'm sure I was just about to say, I think Pinstripe Eddie on Twitter was a little sad about Gary or Gary Sanchez. I'm unsure. Maybe he was heartbroken, but there were some Yankee fans that weren't too happy about it. But dude, now you have a chance. I think that the catcher that they called up was like their, that was the Rangers number one or number two prospect or some shit. Like they got heavy shit in return for what they gave away. So I, I think the Yankees came away as tied for first with the Dodgers in offseason moves just because, you know, you get Freddie Freeman. Like, that's got to make you number one overall. Oh, speaking of the White Sox, I totally forgot Baez is a White Sox now. Sure. Yeah, dude, this happened like early. Javi Baez? Yeah, Javier Baez. Yeah, he's no longer Shit. a Cubby. I, oh, I didn't know. I knew that. I thought he got traded to the Mets. And then he's no. – was he with Lindor? Well, he was. And now I believe he is. I'm gonna look that up. I'm Tigers. Oh, he's on the Tigers. I'm sorry, I got it wrong. But I was in the right division. Okay, Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys see what uh, Brian Cashman said the other day about why the Yankees haven't won a uh, haven't won a World Series since 20, uh, 2009? Yeah, he disagrees with your comment there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he made himself look like more of a jackass by saying that they haven't made a World Series since 2009 because the Astros cheated in two, in 2017. It's like, okay, I mean, what about the rest of the years? Well, yeah. you know, the argument isn't invalid on that part, but it was just odd timing to bring that up. Like, oh, right. this is 
this one instance is why we've been a decade plus of no playoff right. presence. Or it's no. like me saying the one reason the Diamondbacks have never made the World Series because you know the Dodgers in 2017 were just good. Right. You know? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a similar. Yeah, I, I did hear that. Think it was kind of weird. I think even stranger was the Carlos the Carlos Beltran comments oh, yeah. oh, on yeah. it. He was like, "Yeah, we would have stopped had they told us to stop. Uh, there was nothing wrong with it. We were winning, but and, no one in the franchise. Yeah, wanted and it's to like it. you're just a dumb piece of shit, Carlos Beltran. Like, yeah. Okay, that's actually kind of mean. I'm gonna take that back because Carl said I have to respect their feelings. So instead, <laughs> Mr. Beltran, I do not believe that was a very wise nor educated comment on the catastrophe and debacle and egregious cheating that the Astros did in 2017. Yet we move forward, always forward, never back in the MLB season is upon us. I think some teams that I want to list off that I think will be better or another teams to watch out for, I guess, and you guys can add to this. Uh, I think the Mariners will be on the up and up this year. Mm. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I would love to see them take the angel spot in the playoff and not even a dish on you guys. I just, I really like that. But I don't think they'll be neck and neck with the Angels this year. I mean, they were kind of close to it last year right. and had a strong ending. And I think, you know, they cut, they, um, uh, who was the, one of their big free offseason acquisitions? The Mariners? Yeah. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know the the Mariners were aggressive this offseason and they are going to be better this year. Bet on that. The Mets are obviously an exciting team. They got to stay with, healthy. Uh, uh, they are the Angels of the National League. Scherzer, Lindor. Robert Ray. Pete Alonzo, they got Robbie Ray, the Mariners did, right? Former Cy Young Award winner. He just yep. won Cy Young. Yep. I can't believe that, man. Yeah, right? Can you believe that? Talk about humble beginnings. I'm telling you, dude. No, there's a there's a long – I could start way back when. But there's a long, long, long history of Diamondbacks players being given up on too early with the Diamondbacks and been going on to have crazy good success. Robbie Ray, Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer. Just to name a few. Um, Adam Eaton. Adam Eaton. Archie Bradley one. now. Uh, no, I think they let Archie Bradley kind of peak at the Diamondbacks. I don't think he's – if he gets much better, I would be surprised. Well, he had, he I mean, maybe good... he's not going to win reliever of the year, but, dude, when he was when he was I mean the is... Phillies, he was a bright spot. Yes, but he was bright in the Diamondbacks too. Yeah, oh, he had, yeah. He had an incredible 20 – I don't know, it was 18. Dude, he was your – like, he was a pesky fucking closer. Uh-huh. Like, Dodgers uh-huh. – if you guys were up by one and it was bottom of the ninth, Bradley, it was kind of like, oh, shit. Like, I know. I know. I know you know. Jacob. So I know that 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 three team trade in twenty between the Tigers, Yankees, and Diamondbacks is one of the greatest trades in history. It was so it like impacted like so many things. What year is this? Twenty ten, when Curtis Granderson went to the Yankees, and then Scherzer went to the Tigers, and then the Diamondbacks. I want to say they got um, who, who did they get? I couldn't tell uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, I know. I know they got somebody. I think they got Ian Kennedy in that trade for some reason. I get. Yeah, you're right. Ian Kennedy was in that trade. 2010 Tigers, Go Tigers. Yankees, da, 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 da. Go Tigers. Uh, D-backs trade. Like, we're looking this up live on the air, folks. Well, as we're no, doing this, the Yankees received received Curtis Granderson, um, Edwin Jackson, Edwin Jackson. That's what I was thinking of. Went to the Diamondbacks. Scherzer, this is when Scherzer went to the Tigers. Yep. He was a Diamondback. Isn't that crazy? Wow, that Tigers rotation was pretty insane. Wasn't it at one point Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, and who was the other third the big guy? White dude. Uh, Scherzer, Verlander. I guess they're all white dudes. <laughs> um, was it? I, I, I know who you're talking about. He was on the right side. Porcello. And then, Porcello, Porcello. and then there was uh, and David, David, Price, right? David Price and Anibal Sanchez. Dude, well, David Price yeah, was only for half a year. Shit. I think David Price was only for one half a year. Oh my god, no, dude, I think he 
he was there for the duration because there's always that meme it was like imagine being told that there's a rotation of Berlander, Price, Scherzer. Fuck, man, that's insane. That is insane. Um, any other teams supposed to return back to the Dodgers actually and pitch this season, which will be interesting. Any other teams, players that you guys are excited to watch this year? I know we've we kind of been going. We're approaching Jacob the two DeGrom, hour. We're Jay, approaching the two hour. Oh, mark. sweet, cool. But I would love to see Jacob DeGrom back in action because he's coming up on a whole year, I think, or a year and a half without pitching at all live action. So it's, I I always loved Jacob DeGrom. He was the good. And he is. If his career ends and it's injury shortened, he's basically like the Brandon next Lynn. Tom Seaver. Oh. Like he's like, I feel like the Mets should pay him that homage and like give him those respects as they did to Tom Seaver, AKA Mr. Met. Because I mean, fucking DeGrom is literal greatness. Like, DeGrom is basically the trout of pitchers in the National League. For me, it's the Padres. I know the Padres only had, I think, 79 wins last year, but with Manny Machado and also Fernando Tatis, and they play in the best ballpark in Major League Baseball, I got to go to a Padre game this year. Oh, wow. I'm surprised you said that. Uh, no, no, Angel, Angel Stadium sucks. I'll be real. I, I think I'll wow, have another to, surprising thing. I think I'll have to – one of my first blogs that I write – this year will be ranking the MLB ballparks that I've been to at least. Mm, that is a good one because I don't know if you can do it if you've never been to them. Right. Yeah. It would be I, or it, it wouldn't be. It as would be fun. unfair. Yeah. It would be unfair. Um. World Series winners. Who you got? I, I'm obviously slating in Dodgers. Oh, the Dodgers. I like the Braves to repeat. Be the first repeated champion since the Yankees, ninety nine, two thousand. Wow. I'm 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 actually gonna go out of the way and pinstripe Eddie will like this one. I think the Yankees, like I said, I really like the Donaldson move, even though he's older. Rizzo, another solid bat. Um yeah, fuck. I feel weird saying the Yankees, but I'm gonna go with the Yankees. National League Cy Young, I would love to see Walker Bueller win one finally. Mm-hmm. That's I gotta right. go with Bueller. Sweet. Bueller. You're as well, you're just yeah, might as well. <laughs> Clean sweep. I guess so. Uh, AL Cy Young. Hmm. Well, you had you said no, Giolito earlier. Well, but that uh, I would like to see Glass now win it. Uh, I I don't know if, though if he is actually starting the year healthy though. I'll see, I'm to trying to think it. of all the AL freaking pitchers that are super duper good. Kind of drawing a little bit of a blanky blanky poo. Uh, Hinjin Ryu, if he's freaking dominant again with the Blue Jays, can win one. Mm, trying to think does boston have oh chris sale supposed to actually pitch a full season this year if he can stay healthy and his shit is on definite like Cy Young contender watch this i like robbie ray i was gonna say i was just about to say that robbie ray you gotta throw there throw that in consideration mm-hmm. verlander if, again Ver- if he's healthy garrett cole garrett cole uh bieber could win it again yeah shane bieber mm-hmm I like last now still. Still like last now? Okay, yeah, that's like actually last not a bad. Show, hey, show, show, hey, could win it. Just throwing it out there. He could, but I feel like he can't win MVP and Sayo. I say he can. I mm. I don't know if the pitching is there to justify Cy Young, just pitching alone. Like you take into consideration the hitting part, but then that becomes unfair to the other batters. MVP, I give him the you consider both aspects of the ball and plate. But just for the pitchers and Sion, it's almost kind of unfair because the argument was and, and is going to continue to be for Shohei, okay, okay, he's not an, an elite, elite hitter, but he's pitching too. So you can't be can't have it both ways where he's not the greatest pitcher, but he's a hitting pitcher. It's like, you're just – then he's – yeah, of course he's always going to look better because you have that second fucking whole other side of the aspect of the game to judge. 
So just based on pitching alone, I don't know, buddy. He it, maybe falls in like a top five finish, but definitely not to win. If Shohei Otani does not compete in the home run derby, he will win MVP again this year. And he will have a better second half of the season than he did last year. That messed up. It's mm, interesting. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, other awards, MVP, I know. Pete Alonzo. Fuck, I'm kind of drawing a blank. Like, I haven't had the time to, like, really digest, like, with the new season around the corner. So, I'm trying to think. But Acuna, uh, I would like to see Acuna, Freddie Freeman. Okay, I'll give you just my top three. Freeman, Acuna. And then, of course, like, dude, as, as much as I hate to admit it, but he's a very exciting player, very talented, with a tremendous amount of upside, Fernando Tatis. I feel like you got to throw on so many tags for these players of staying healthy. Yeah, 100%. That's, you know, that's a big part of baseball. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes. See, uh, I, I, I got I to throw Mookie Betts. I mean, I don't like to admit it, but Mookie Betts could win it. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have Acuna and um, Juan Soto. Oh, Ooh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I, about yeah. I think it'll have a bounce back year, too, because last year the Nationals were down, and he kind of got lost in the shuffle there. But if Bryce Harper continues to match, like if his spring training success translates to early season success, and he comes out of the gate like a bat out of hell, oh, my gosh, I can see Harper being – Back-to-back Phil, or excuse me, back-to-back National League MVP repping the fucking Phillies, my mm. boy. But AL MVP, um, I would like to see uh, Eloy Jimenez. <laughs> I would like to say I would like to nominate Eloy Jimenez as a potential AL MVP uh, award winner. Trout, if healthy. Otani, if healthy. Fuckers. So that's top three right there. <laughs> five, you potentially see I mean, if Aaron Judge can find his groove and become the dominant hitter that he was in 2017, like he'll make a freaking run, <laughs> undoubtedly for the AL MVP. Mm, okay. Jacob, what what fans upset you here? On, 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 on behalf of Angel fans, let me throw up the peace sign. Come on. Oh, I love you. Like like the vitriol and hatred that I have stops towards you and at you. It's 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 just more so through like some of the I think generalized opinions that that I see. And I and I'm told from Noah and others that that angers me. It's it's and again it's it's very he's much- easily angered. And I think he he people pushed the right buttons last year for a good chunk of the season. Oh yeah, well, and you pushed back well, too. Don't get me wrong. Okay, yeah, let's but, let, but, let's let's pr- provide clarity. There was that. people, yeah, like, attacking you for sure. Oh yeah, like I, I was, dude. It was it was to this day that was the most surreal moment of my life. Yeah. Like I tweeted what I tweeted out, and I think like two hours later. Like the mentions would not stop going off, and then the messages. And granted, it, no one was saying like, "Okay, so it was just a lot of like, you're the dumbest motherfucker I've ever known. You don't know baseball." And it was just like, and, and like I love that Jesse revisited like months later, and he was just like, "Dude, what he said wasn't bad. Like he just didn't suck Otani's dick, and that that was it." But my favorite though, so I, I'm sure you know the names Max and Carl. Like they run Rocks in the Outfield. They have a great uh, following. If you're an Angel baseball fan, again, please go check them out. But uh, they, I remember when Otani won, right? I was at work, you know, I was driving for Amazon and like Max was just like, there are consequences to being wrong. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, like, I mean, I knew he was going to win. There was, there was never a doubt that Otani wasn't going. If Otani had not won, I mean, I would have been super fucking surprised. I would have talked my shit, but I think it would have been one of those, like everyone knew Otani should have won kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know, dude. I mean, you live and learn. I'm, like, like I said on a previous podcast, I'm trying to work on like 
not getting so like angry on like the Twitter aspect. I'll get angry. I'll get angry at you, but that's because like yeah. I know that you're like pushing my buttons. Like I feel like there's I ran into some legitimate people that follow Rocks in the Outfield, and it was just like I don't even know if you guys know why you're hating on me. I think you're just like mind, like hive mind status, like just following mm, like so the echo chamber. Nah, just like echo chambers. You know, it's like it's like you're an angel fan, Alec, but I don't think you're you have horse blinders on. Like you're aware of the rest of the league. I feel like a lot of the followers from Rocks, uh, in particular with this with the Otani thing online and just some of the shit that I got. Um, I think a lot of it was just an echo chamber of like like they didn't they didn't they didn't care about the league. They didn't watch baseball. They watched angel baseball, which is fine. Be in in you know the podcast very much so is angels, angels, angels. Like it's not a baseball discussion. It's an angel discussion. And for um, me, yeah. and, and here's the thing, for me, I feel like with that group that you just mentioned, like the Angels are their number one team. For me, the Angels are number three. It's Laker, Chargers, Angels. Mm, wow. Okay. Maybe, yeah, I'm sure. Good point. That's a good de- point, the, too. the passion definitely showcases its, or manifests itself in different ways. But I'm not with that what is it? Sorry, I was going to say, sorry to interrupt, but like for me, like the last like decade, I mean, by the time football season comes around, I've checked out of baseball. I, I have Charger gear on. That's yeah. yeah USC. Think, USC is my number one. You said USC, USC over Dodgers yeah. and SC Dodgers, SC Dodgers and Bills. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 about the Bills are growing, but I mean, again, I gotta I gotta earn my stretch as a Bills fan. I'm not, pretty open about that. Although I don't like how people cheese me about like, oh, you're a Bills fan. How are you a Bills fan? And it's like, I'm sorry, I don't have a great like villain origin story. I just played a lot of Madden before I went out to college, and nice. I I randomly selected the Bills and Tyrod Taylor and LaShawn McCoy were fun to play with. And Sammy Watkins before he became a fucking traitor uh-huh. and ended up as a chief. So I wish I had a great answer. Like grew up and I saw the bills play and I fell in love. With it. But you know what? I've also, I also try not to gatekeep too much. Like you got to let people like what they like. And, you know, I'm just, just, I'm just trying to enjoy the game of baseball, but sometimes there are opinions and hot takes that are said such as yourself and others that I just, it just like, dude, we're in danger. If this is what you guys are genuinely believing and trolling or not, like sometimes you, you just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I uh, um, I had my fair share of like the bad DMs. Like I, I think I threatened to beat some dude at the bat. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that. Nice. Once that got out, I'm glad that didn't blow up as much as I thought it would have. But once that got out, I think Max DM me and he was like, "Do you want to tell them to stop?" And at first, I was gonna tell him like straight up, like double down, be like, "Fuck you!" But then I was like. Yeah, I'm kind of getting tired of like these DMs. Like, it would be like four days later, and people would be like, "You're a fucking idiot." I'm just like, "All right, dude." Like, Jesus, it's four days later. It's over. Yeah, like I, I didn't keep stoking the flames. Like after a while, eventually, I was like, "I can't keep up with this." Like, I'm getting notifications every second. Like, their yeah. entire fan base came at me, or their their entire Twitter pod, yeah, presence, Twitter presence. Twitter so presence. I do not wish to live through that again. So I'm just gonna. I'm going to stay silent on the Otani thing unless something tremendous happens that I have to speak on it, but I'll stay silent. I'll just, you know, no one checks Twitter likes, so I'll just go and like the media about mm. Otani. That's about it. But yeah, you know, I love baseball and I think that's where the passion comes from. Like I, I love, I love, I love the game and I want it to, I hope there's an upwards trajectory for it. And sometimes I feel some of the changes that are being made, uh, proposed changes or otherwise don't always have the game's best interest at heart, but that's above my pay grade and I cannot do anything about it. So I'm going to try and not worry about it too much and just focus on what I can do about it, which is go to Dodger games and support my franchise because they're putting out a winning product down in the field. There you go. Fist bump. Fist bump to the screen. There we go. Any final words, Alec, before we sign off? Hey, 
I appreciate you guys having me on. This is a lot of fun. Of course. I have a lot of fun every time we have you on as well. I'm currently still in the process, very skeletal process of figuring out when we can go back down to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. I will be sending you a housewarming gift. I, again, my finances yes. are definitely annoying, but like, let me know what kind of wine you and Chelsea like. And I would I love to. They don't drink wine, remember? Uh, here and there. We're, I mean, Chelsea's not much of a drinker. And you know me, like, I'm a beer guy. Remember, there was a wine at the Airbnb and no one drank it because no one was going <laughs> to drink it. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, it's my turn to come down there. Let's get to George again, watch some call, uh, college football and go to an Angels game. This time, I won't Irish go by you guys at the Angel game. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I mean, that that's definitely – but we talked last time about a trip maybe before that. So, like, definitely yeah. come down in the spring. But also, I don't know how realistic that could be done or not done but i don't know maybe we can get one more trip in before he comes down and fall we can discuss off air yeah oh yeah definitely we're not gonna hammer it out on air just <laughs> hopefully we'll see you a little bit sooner than the first or second week of september because yeah. well it'll be the first week of september and, 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 and we, 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 we got to talk about if we're really going to do uh glendale for the super bowl next year get an airbnb out there oh yeah that was your idea but i'm still not opposed to it so we'll, we'll see how that shakes out yeah we'll see how it shakes out yeah i mean if, if the bills <laughs> make it though like if it looks like the well, yeah, if the Bills make well, it, then you gotta take out a loan, buddy. A loan? I'm you not gonna go. Out, you gotta take I'm out not, a loan. Whoa, whoa, I'm not gonna go to the Super Bowl. If the Bills make it, though, we're gonna be in the area. Yeah. No, you're gonna go. You're gonna um, go to the Super Bowl. Unless you're gonna give me that money, I will not. You're gonna, gonna, I'm gonna be sitting loan. with my best friend. I'm not doing that. Yeah, at you all. are. Be sitting with my best friend. <laughs> we're, gonna get a, we're gonna get you a loan shark, and uh... <laughs> you know what, Alec? Before we do sign off, though, um, since you're a big beer guy, let me know if there's like a total wine near you or, or something where you can buy some beers, and I'll get you like a gift card or just something. You know, a housewarming gift. You bought a house, dude. Congratulations, yes. listeners. Please clap. Oh, thank you, Romero. And his wife, Chelsea Romero, they are now new homeowners. And I'm not a, what's the word, a realtor, but I know that the market's kind of volatile and it's not easy to buy a fucking home. Okay, so hats off to you, buddy. Wishing you nothing but success and growth and prosperity um, in the upcoming months. And we're really looking forward to seeing you again. I know it's your turn to come down here, but I cannot wait for us to go back up there. Yes, sir. No, appreciate it. Awesome, awesome. Well, listeners, don't forget, try Waffle House. Try the Arby's fish sandwich, fuck McDonald's and their filet fish and uh, watch some baseball this year. Please indulge. Watch some MLB baseball. It starts Thursday, April 7th, and hopefully you guys get to make it to plenty of games regardless of where you are living. And I think that's pretty much all hey, there is ladies, to say. Just a quick tip. You can be a girl. If baseball you're going to go. Yeah, I, I know. If you're going to go to yeah. games, just know baseball players have really good butts. Oh, yeah. I might just wear my baseball pants to okay, the stadium. Okay, no, I no. Realize. Is that a red flag? Re- yeah, that's just. What are you a fucking dweeb? Damn. <laughs> what if I bring my gloves? No, that's acceptable. But baseball pants? No. What if I just wear leggings but no shorts on top? <laughs> just. <laughs> Anyways, please I, I like. Even, I can't even justify. Please that subscribe. That Please follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening please on. Please send this to any Ukrainian refugees that need listening <laughs> at their fucking Ukraine, please. Wait, what the fuck is baseball? <laughs> <laughs> what the we fuck are is a- Waffle House? <laughs> <laughs> we are a global podcast and we need to be felt on the shores of Eastern Europe. So please. <laughs> Ukrainian we stand refugees. with Ukraine. Yeah, we do, we do stand with Ukraine here on this podcast. And we do hope that uh, you make it to whatever <laughs> non-war-torn country you're heading to. So... Uh, Happy trails. Safe (laughs) travels. That's going to do it for the episode of the Front Row Seat, guys. We'll see you next time.